I'm Brooke. And I'm Sequoia. This is Love Locks and Vibes, a weekly dating, relationship, and everything podcast. This week, we'll be talking about the I love you game and what that actually means and what it is exactly. But first, Sequoia, how are you doing? Oh, girl. Mm -mm. How you doing? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I am actually doing pretty well this week. Um, I am not sure why or... uh, I don't know. It's been a decent week. Um, I'm excited to get into it. Um, I know that we just skipped a week uh, recording, so there's a lot to catch up on. We talked briefly, but um, yeah, I can't wait to get caught up. Can you can you give us any clue on how you're doing? I was so stressed out. I cut one of my locks because I couldn't figure out like I just it was it was like compulsive um so like I I don't I mean that's so if that's any indication that's how I'm doing that's this week I am terrified um so so she's showing me the lock oh you like trimmed a lock but I mean it was like oh but it it was three inches three three and a half inches three inches of lock randomly one one lock just one but it was not cooperating i guess had to go okay that's not so concerning i thought you just you know grab one of these because it would kept doing this one of the ones in the front because it kept being in your face and just snapped it at the root or something so i mean it was kind of bad it was like really compulsive like i couldn't stop myself from doing it and like i just i was so overwhelmed so it was not a good it was not one of my better moments, so. Oh my gosh. Well, do you want to talk about it or should I go, should I go first? Uh, well, since you had a good week, let's, let, I'll go first and then I'll talk about all the crap and then you can lighten the mood with your good week. Um, well, I guess we so, got to talk about two weeks. So give us the cliff notes of the week before everything. and then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all one big thing for me because everything just feels like a ball of crazy right now. Um, so, y'all know I was in Maryland visiting and then I came back and then my birthday and the birthday was great, but I got sick. And then right after my friend left, my dad came and then my dad was here hanging out and that was really cool. And then he had a heart attack, which was crazy because, like, how do you just have a heart attack on vacation? But that was crazy. And what was even worse is that we went to the hospital. Yeah, I don't even really want to, like. Yeah, you don't have oh, to relive that. I don't have to go through all to. of that. But, like, we we went to the ER. They sent us away and did nothing, which was some bullshit. And I'm really still very pissed off about that. Um, and went to another hospital. They also were, like. I mean, like, they literally did nothing. They checked his, his blood pressure was high. They checked his blood pressure. And they are like, dang, yeah, you're right. Okay, it's abnormal. This is a person who's telling you his blood pressure is abnormal. This is a person who traveled with a whole blood pressure kit. So very obviously checks his blood pressure. And so you should listen to him. And they didn't. And I was really, really frustrating. Um, And thankfully, um, you know, he's a vet. And I asked him to go to the VA just because I just didn't feel good about you know what they were saying because they're like oh you know it's fine just check with your primary care and I just didn't feel good about it and I'm thank god he went 
um, because he had a heart attack and they, like, it could, if he hadn't gone and they hadn't started, you know, getting him better, it, it, I don't even want to think about it. So there was that. Um, then a lot of stuff going on with clients, um, which, you know, I'm blessed to have clients because there are some people... I acknowledge that I prayed about that the other day. I was talking to God about that the other day. And I was like, I know that there are some people who the stuff that I complain about, they would, you know, give their left arm to switch places with me. So I get that. Um, But it's just really, really, really stressful right now with some client stuff. Um, And like, it was just, I had clients talking to me and needing stuff. I had my team asking me for stuff. You know, my dad was still here he's he's home now but he was still here and he was you know trying to make sure he was okay my mom um is still having some health things going on now my stepdad has high blood pressure so she's texting me about that with him with high blood pressure and he went to the er um she has her stuff going on my dad you know with his stuff my clients are asking for stuff my team needs stuff to help the clients and then i just hired this biz dev team business development team to um, help support some of the stuff that we're doing with the agency. And I was on a call with um, the biz dev manager and she's just like asking me all these questions and like I'm getting messages and pings from everywhere. And I was so completely overwhelmed. Like I, it was to the point where what she was saying to me literally sounded like the Charlie Brown voices. Like I just, I Aww. couldn't even like I couldn't focus on what she was saying. I couldn't hear. She was asking me questions and I'm just like, I don't know. Like I don't whatever. And then um I was messing with my hair and there was a um you know how when it it, it does budding and how it has like a, a lump or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like this lump and I was messing with it and the lump was just so frustrating to me and it wouldn't smooth out um uh, because you know, it's locked hair and I was just really really frustrated. So I was like, I need to go um and get my scissors and I'm just gonna cut it like that's just gonna be it because I'm really frustrated like but it wasn't it had nothing to do with my hair it was just everything was just so much at that moment yeah um, just overwhelming and when to we, get we talked about we've talked about your parents uh like since then and I just they gotta they gotta sit down they like need to go they need to go ahead and uh retire and be on vacation for forever yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it. so I went to go get my scissors. I couldn't find my scissors, and that was even more frustrating. And so I have this little thing, which is weird. It's a comb, right? Why would I have a comb with locks? But it's actually a knife. It's oh, my leg. Lord. Yeah. It's um this kit. It's called Mocha Defense. I got it for um myself uh, last year. Um, and What else comes in the kit? Because yeah. I want that. That is clutch. I got one for you, and I was going to give it to you when you came down to D.C., but you didn't see me. And so I have it still just waiting. Um, it's actually at my parents' house still because I didn't travel with it because I wanted to make sure. But this, it looks like um, it looks, looks like, like perfume, but yeah. it's mace. And then I will show you. Yes. Let me go find my keys. Give me one second. Look, this is... Um, no, my, it's a keychain. No, it's like or, a, uh, a knuckle. Yeah, uh, brass knuckle, like little kitty yeah. ears. So if I'm out somewhere and somebody's messing with me, I can, you know, make it do what it do. So um, I'm protected. 
<laughs> so, Ooh, but I, mean, um, I say all that to say I was frustrated about this lock and I couldn't find my scissors and I'm sitting here and it's here and I'm like, oh my God, I need to like, and so I cut it um, like with a knife. I cut my lock with a knife. Like that was how like stressed wow. I was. And then I cut my finger a little bit in the so process. Cool, yeah. I know it was crazy. I didn't mean, to, I mean, obviously I didn't mean to cut my yeah. finger, but what was weird about it um, and almost scary, and I need to go get on somebody's couch, obviously at this point, but was um, because I cut my finger, it like every now and then would like, I would feel it like if I moved my hand or something and it would remind me of what happened and remind me of me doing that. But what it kind of gave me insight into was um, cutters, like when they cut. And obviously mm -hmm. I didn't do that on purpose. Self-mutilation, right? yeah. Self-mutilation, and did not do this on purpose. So let me be very, very clear. I cut my hair and accidentally cut my finger in, a, in like very small cut. But every time you're doing something and it hurts again, it reminds you of what happened. And I could see if you're cutting yourself so that you can have some sense of control, which I think is, why people do that, that whenever it hurts or you feel it or you're made aware of the presence of that wound that you've created, it is a reminder of you taking back control over your situation, whatever little control you could have. So I can see um, why people would do that in a really interesting way. I don't recommend it. I don't think it's a good thing. It's definitely not gonna be anything that I do. Um, so not not glorifying it or anything like that, but it was just a really interesting moment because I was like, I could see why they would do this. Yeah. Wow. Girl, so it was... It's, it's been a week. Been, it's been a week. It's been a week. So what is, like, what is your plan, I guess, to sort of take some of that pressure and stress off of yourself? I don't know. I figured I'd take up drinking. <laughs> Girl, you ain't drinking. You drinking water right now. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I um, I, <laughs> I've been praying about it honestly, and I, I really think um, I know I've been saying this like every every since we started the podcast. I, I really do think I'm gonna quit the job for real, for real. Um, but the thing is, now it puts me in a space where I kind of have to make a decision, right? Mm -hmm. If I quit the job, then the house goes on hiatus for a little bit which is not the worst thing in the world. Um, and so I sat and I kind of planned out what I want the rest of my year to look like and even the beginning of next year. And so I want to, um, you know, relaunch the other, the season two of the other podcast. I want to um, finish writing this web series that I've been working on for forever, but actually finish writing it at the end of this year and um, produce it at the beginning, like towards the end, beginning of next, end of this year, beginning of next year. Um, I've like set up a schedule for release and all of that stuff. Um, and then I thought it would be kind of fun to do like a, um, a mixtape with it. So that kind of want to do that. Yeah. I think so that I like that. goes well with the web series. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, cause the reason is I have, um, a couple songs that I've written before in general that I was like, ah, oh, it would be really cool to write something 
like not a music video but like right i guess kind of a music video but right a episode based on that song um and so that kind of was like it'd be really cool to integrate that both of those things together and do that um and it would be fun and it would give me something to focus on other than work and all of the stuff that i don't want to do um all the stressful stuff it's stressful but in a good way so um so those are the things that I really want to start focusing on. Those are things that bring me joy. Um, and so I'm going to really, really put more focus on that. That's good. Any updates to share on DMV? Um, Not really. I mean, we've had a couple of conversations about um, things. We had the whole, what are we, where is this? whatever conversation mm-hmm. um and we've had two iterations of that conversation the first one i think we were all like lovey-dovey because we were on the island and then we got back and was like yeah <laughs> so and i think I'm, i kind of mentioned that last time and it's not that we don't like each other we do really really truly like each other the challenge is just where we are um you know he is not certain that he wants certain things that he already has that I don't have yet, i.e. kids and marriage and all of that, which is fine. That's where he is in life. I have no, you know what I mean? It's it's not a reflection on him. He's not a bad person or whatever. Um, he was honest about the situation, uh, maybe if not in the beginning, as he's taken more time to reflect on his feelings. Um, so I appreciate that. And so we are trying to figure that out. Um, I don't think that, um, I know the things that I want and I know that I'm not, I don't think it's fair for me to forego the things that I want, um, for, a situation where somebody just doesn't want them because they just I'm like yeah you know and and I, I there's nothing wrong with not wanting that it's fine but it's also nothing wrong with wanting it and so it's not fair for me to forego what I want it's not fair for him to do something he doesn't want when that's not truly what he wants so we're trying to navigate that space and trying to figure out um what it is that we want and what things look like um it's just hard because we like each other um, and it'll probably continue to get more hard over time. But yeah. So are you still foregoing speaking to other people? I have not had time to speak to other people, but I can't say that I'm foregoing it. I just haven't really had time. I don't want to. And that's the hard part. Um, there's one other person that, um, he's a blast from the past type situation. Um, he's the one, like when we talked about the one that got away or whatever, he's the only person that I would say would be like the one that got away. If there was a such thing. He's in the, he's like in the, why do I think he's in a DC area, but he's in Virginia? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we were we talked recently and um we were just talking about both still being single and both still being childless and both 
wanting kids and both wanting um, our parents to be around to see our future kids. And I jokingly said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, why don't you just come put a baby in my belly and like solve both of our problems, right? Um, and he was like, I'm with it. And so that um, led to an interesting conversation that is not complete. I was about to say, so that was planned? Is that on your calendar with everything else? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Um, so I don't know. I it, it's I don't know. <laughs> I don't, oh my god! I don't know what to make of any of this. I'm just I'm I'm. But I'm. Does clearly... he get a um? Does he get a bay name? Is his bay name just the one the one that got away bay? I feel like that's so long. Got away. I mean, bae. it's shorter than future baby daddy bay. <laughs> <laughs> I like future baby daddy bay. If I kind of like future baby daddy bay. I don't yeah. know that. I don't know that any of that ever will come to fruition. And I don't know. Like I think we were kind of just both. Like, I mean, yeah, shooting the shooting the shit, talking about yeah. stuff. Yeah, that happens. But I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be against it if it did. <laughs> what does uh, Nelly say on that song? He's like, I'm just pilling. Like I'm just kidding. Like Jason. Oh, unless you're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep, exactly. Um, and then it's like, <laughs> what does that look like? Because I have this person that I really like that doesn't want kids. Then I have this other person I really like that does want kids. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with um, our guests on the Polly episode. It's like, I'm not there yet in life. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Man, so wait, you trying to uh, have a non-ethical, or I'm sorry, not non-ethical, ethical, non-monogamous relationship with the both of them? No, I just want a kid, <laughs> and I want to put somebody to love, so, <laughs> so this, is, this is the closest I've come so far, so I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I hope that um you're able like that like this week is better i know that we're already into this week but hopefully it can improve and you can do some things to take care of yourself and not cut any of your locks off because they're beautiful and you are hair goals and you're not going to ruin that (laughs) well thank you i just i I, i'm mindful of it i just never really i never had a um like I don't think I had like a panic attack or anxiety attack, but I would imagine that's what an anxiety attack probably felt like. Oh, I um, am very well versed in anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And um, I mean, mine is usually like losing my breath and crying uncontrollably. Um, And uh, like, needing to dig my fingers into something and like scream or yeah so uh i mean i i didn't cry and i didn't but i was completely overwhelmed and i was like this is the only thing that i know in this moment that will help this over it was like i felt like a uh, a pressure cooker and like cutting that log just relieved pressure in a weird way mm-hmm. so yeah yes wow. but um, you know, I my dad went home yesterday. 
Um, he's doing good. We've talked a few times uh, or a couple times via text, so he's good. Um, and I'm, you know, it's a, it's funny because um, DM Bay was here and he left um, that Friday night, like at midnight, and then my dad gets here Saturday during the day. So it's like I haven't been in the house by myself since my birth right before my birthday so um you know it's been almost a month (laughs) so um it's really interesting just like kind of and not that i like i don't have an issue with either of them both of them are dope and i've enjoyed both of them um but it's also different being by yourself and like spending time alone and trying to figure out like what that's going to look like and maybe i'll have an opportunity to just kind of decompress a little bit um so but I feel better. Today is a better day. Um, so. Well, that's good. I'm glad you feel better. And I'm glad that today's a better day because it almost sounds like we switched places because how you were was like how I had been pretty much all June. Mm, <laughs> whole month of nice. June. Very nice. Just, I mean, I was just full of anxiety so much so that that one time, um, educated bay text and he was like i've noticed that you've been a lot more irritated and um had a lot less patience (laughs) with me and yourself and then was just like i'm just letting you know that's what i'm analyzing um but but you're zen now right listen july so far has been pretty good I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think also something was happening with the planets in June as well. I forget. Um, But I mean, I guess it's not that things haven't been happening. It's just like, I don't know. I'm just, um, I just don't care. <laughs> that's where I am. That's usually like my default. Either I care too much and I'm overwhelmed, or I'm just like, you know what? I don't care. None of this even means anything. Um, but it's been great. So last week, um, going into the Fourth of July weekend, I uh, spent a couple of days last week with Educated Bay, but. On Saturday, we drove to Connecticut because um, I was going to meet some of his friends that live there. Um, they're, um, they, uh, they, it was about a three-hour drive, and um, they all sort of work in the same field. And I was thinking that I didn't think this. Actually, Educated Bay was like, you know, if everyone's just talking about you know, stuff and research or whatever, don't feel like left out or like people are ignoring you. People are, everyone's just really into the work that they do. But I get there um, and I fit in very well. The conversations that people are having, it's like, you know, things that I'm passionate about and knowledgeable about. So I wasn't really excluded for um, any um, conversations. So that didn't happen. And they really like to do karaoke and <laughs> I am really great at karaoke, vocal music major, been a choir my entire life. So, you know, I was like, oh, let's get it done. <laughs> so 
We start the night out. We start the (laughs) night out. Um, I just, I wasn't even paying attention. I didn't know they had started yet. And I hear, come and talk to me by Jodeci. So I like go in there and I pick up the mic. And then, so it's a, um, uh, like a fiance, um, a fiance couple. It's like a a man and woman couple, whatever. But um, Mm -hmm. the, I guess because both are fiance. Anyway, the woman. (laughs) <laughs> that was there. She's singing, come and talk to me. And then I grabbed the other mic because there's two mics. And then we basically duetted. And then she looks at, at like, we kill it. And then she looks like Educated Bay and says, why did you just now bring her to me? <laughs> I've needed someone like this my whole life for karaoke night. And she's like, I love you so much. Please come back. <laughs> Please make sure you come back. So all night I'm singing Everyone loves it. I sing like quite a bit uh Tony Braxton because it's I I'm really good at sounding like Tony Braxton. And then I end the night with Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. So everyone had to pick a song to end the night with. And I picked Unbreak My Heart. And I've like, I must have been, I don't know if it was the Aperol Spritz that I had been drinking or um just because i was in the moment but like i killed it and i killed every single note and they were just like okay in awe so (laughs) that's how we ended the night um and it was so much freaking fun we um we went to bed we actually spent the night over there because there's no way we could drive back um we spent the night, and when everyone woke up in the morning, they were just coming by there like, good job last night, Brooke. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they um, did breakfast. They even, like, made the, they made, like, they did some stuff to try to include me because it was, like, a big barbecue. Um, they made, like, they got veggie burgers and stuff for me Aww. Um, for um, the evening. And then they did, like, a really big breakfast, but... I had to like go out and find my own breakfast because I just really didn't have anything that I could eat. That was fine. Um, and then when we left, we went to Educated Bay's house, changed really quick. And then I was meeting up with a friend of mine that lives in Jersey that was having a fireworks uh, watch party because um, where she lives, you can see the Macy's fireworks, you can see the Coney Island fireworks, you can see nice. the Brooklyn fireworks, like, and then you can see like Jersey fireworks, you can just see, you can see everyone's fireworks. <laughs> so we watched all the fireworks and there was like more barbecue for him and then I had more veggie burgers, and like chips. Um, oh, and some good corn on the cob. Nice. Um, so yeah, that was our uh, weekend. It was really crazy, um, and then I was just really grateful to have that Monday off. And I say this every time, but literally having three days off gives you just gives me so much more breathing room. And I really wish that that was like normal, the um, standard, right? The standard, even if I worked two day or i'm sorry four days of 10 hours to have a three-day weekend would be so worth it worth it to me well i think most of us wind up working more than eight hours a day anyway right Right. so you probably are working a lot of weeks that same thing if not more hours than that 
Yeah, but I mean, in my industry, I can't, you know, just not come in on a Friday or, or a Monday because, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was it was really great to have that um, to have that day. So, we spent quite a bit of time. We spent Friday night together, Saturday night together. No, did we spend Friday night together? I think we did. Yeah, Friday night. We spent Saturday night. We spent Sunday night. <laughs> and then I left finally on um, Monday um, and came back to my house um, and then got ready for the work week. Mm-hmm. Um, last week was pretty fine at work. I don't have any major um complaints um i did decide um since we last um since we last spoke um because i am not liking the direction that we're necessarily going in at work um i think i've told you sequoia we're doing so many things for like billionaires um i feel like we're making a lot of things that are so wasteful um and i don't feel like i am solving any problems i miss the strategy um, of, of the kind of events that I used to before. I miss strategizing. I miss um, problem solving, big problems. Um, I miss bringing consumers joy or providing information to help solve a problem. Um, so I am hiring the company career coach. I had a conversation with her and made sure everything's private to help me um get myself together to um apply for other jobs and see what is out there so my first meeting with her is next saturday on the 24th and um yeah i'm pretty excited about that i'm nervous but i'm excited and the thing the things i'm nervous about um isn't like um isn't um, finding a new job or starting new at a company. That's actually really exciting for me. What makes me nervous um, is the excuses I have to come up with in order to go on interviews. That is Mm. always the part. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, the interview's at 12, you know, and then I have to come up with like a reason of why I'm not gonna be available. I also probably shouldn't be saying this on the pod, but I know no one at my job listens to this pod. Um, and if so, I don't think you can fire someone for saying that they're going to be looking for another job. But I don't know. I don't know. I I um, was in layoffs because <laughs> I um, we had a new chief marketing officer come on. This was 2010. And... Um, <laughs> you know chief mark people come on and they want to shake stuff up whatever right and so this girl who was on the team she was not a marketer um she was somebody that was on the creative services team which literally meant that if we have proposals they were done in word docs and she had to go through and just format them that was what she did that team got brought over into the marketing department and because of that she felt like she was a marketer she was not um, in fact, she called them marketeers, which was so annoying to me. <laughs> um, but whatever. But she also thought because she had been at the job longer than I had that she 
knew more than me who had an MBA and also had experience in marketing, also had experience in marketing at an accounting firm, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and so one day, um, like when she, when we first started, she was really, really nice um, to me. And then that kind of, I guess, as she started to feel, I guess, I don't, I don't know if it was intimidated or whatever, but um, that kind of changed. But we were Facebook friends, right? And this is why um, anybody that I currently work with cannot be my Facebook friend. Like, even if we, we can be amazing friends at work, but nah, sorry, mm-hmm. you have to wait till we roll out, um, one of us rolls out. But I <laughs> posted on Facebook that uh, one day that I was going to my closet and I saw my graduation gown from college and I was like maybe I should wear that to work so I can get some respect or something like that something along those lines and she told our boss that I posted that and like it came up in my review and then shortly after um I was in a round of layoffs which you know it is what it is if I hadn't gotten laid off of from there I wouldn't have come to LA when I did so whatever um but yeah I don't think stuff like that should be in your review I don't think it's fair or right. Yeah, I don't think it's fair either. Also, if someone was listening, I hope they would listen earlier where I complain about my relationship with the creative director and how no one's respecting my opinion and everyone over talks me as well. So <laughs> like Damn, there's, there's um, a lot. all of those things. So I also just found out we're hiring a new project manager out the blue when before back in May, I, I was asked if I thought it would be necessary or if it was necessary and that my opinion really mattered. And, you know, we discussed, you know, before we brought someone else on, but that didn't happen. They just brought someone else on. I'm being more and more excluded out of all of the conversations that I used to be included in um, since the new creative director got here. And there's still a lot of very passive aggressive things that are happening. The new creative director is also a man. Um, So it's just very cis white man energy. Like, I'm not going to, you know, let you speak Mm. or I can't get a word in wise. And I'm just not about to compete with their with their levels and and how they do things, especially when it's not Yeah, especially when it's just like. I'm not necessarily passionate about the work that we're doing as a company, even though I am passionate about what I do. I just like serving a different type of clientele and different kind of causes. And that's fine. Yeah. So So what's interesting, too, is that, like I said, we got this new business development um, team working on getting us new clients. Right. And so by the time you're ready to jump, we might actually have some need for what you do so um let's definitely continue to talk about that so um i it's been a really good year for us um and there's been a lot of growth and i think this business development team is gonna facilitate even more of that which is both exciting and scary Mm -hmm. um but yeah but yeah, but so. yeah. So, um, and then this, uh, to segue back to the week, um, this weekend, one of my best friends, uh, randomly was in town from Italy. Um, she just showed up. Um, well, wait a minute. This person gets the best friend title, so not the two that are here. I said, so one did y'all hear of my that? best friends? I said, did y'all one hear of my that? Best like friends. the two that are here, and then. 
Oh my this random person that we've never heard of before oh that doesn't even live in the country whatever go ahead go ahead <laughs> i said one of my best friends i have several best friends sequoia as you've said you do too but i clearly am not on the list and that's the problem but go ahead think, why do you think you're not on the list because you said that i wasn't but go ahead your best friend I? from italy go ahead when did i say that y'all Try to remind her that she said I wasn't her best friend. Like, cause she she'd be over here playing games. Anyway. Um, one of my best friends uh that lives in Italy, um, but I met her in Dallas um a few years ago and she um lived to New York and then when I moved to New York, she had already lived here, so she was like my ride or die <laughs> when I was here. She's still my ride or die now. But um she's my friend. Sequoia, I told you about that. She met her husband on Tinder. They had a baby and then they moved out of the country. They moved to like, uh, they lived in South Korea and then they moved to Italy. Oh, okay. um, But when I was just like, listen, people be getting married from Tinder and these apps, like and having children and all that stuff. So anyway, um, she was in town and I got to hang out with her. She surprised me at work on at work on Friday. She just showed like she sort of um, was like, "Hey, I'm in your neighborhood. Let's have coffee." coffee. Um, and then we hung out all day on Saturday. And she got to meet Educated Bay. Um, we we're actually with a whole bunch of friends um, that I know. And she got to meet Educated Bay. And then also we ran into some of Educated Bay's friends that I had met the follow the weekend before the prior weekend, right outside from where we're having dinner. So we got to see them again. And they were just like, so good to see you and all that fun stuff. It was such a great weekend. Um, and then one of my other good friends I hadn't seen since, uh, he came back to the city. So I hung out with him on Saturday and then his best friend is in town that I hadn't seen in years, so I hung out with them on Saturday. Um, but I also didn't want to hang out with anybody this weekend. My plan this weekend was to get so much planning done um, and to only uh, hang out with Educated Bay. But uh, that is not what happened, so I still need to get everything done. Also, I was rushing so much on Saturday to try to get things done that I left a load of my laundry at the laundromat and it got stolen <gasps> oh no and then also i have a flat tire so over <laughs> so the when are you that... getting rid of the car because this car <laughs> is a lot i'm stressed out about this car for you i know um so there's that um i guess another thing is that i talked to um you know what? I'll, I'll save I'll save that part for self care when we talk about self care. But yeah, okay. those are my updates. Cool. So, do you want to get into the hot topic? Yeah, let's. Okay. So this week, I wanted to talk about who says "I love you" first. That whole thing. Why is there hesitation? What do we actually mean when we say I love you? Why is it so important for it to be reciprocated? And is the person that said it first the person that has the power in the relationship? Um, so I will just go first and share my experience. Um, in my post 
I will say in my post-college life, I have never been in a relationship where someone told me that they love me. Until, Period or first? Okay. <laughs> until, um, like, until, like, A, I break up with them. Or B, we're not even together, but they, I'm the one that got away. So they mm. claim that they were in love with me and that I wasn't trying to hear it or something. Some, mm. bull, some bullshit. Um, but no, I've never been in a relationship with someone in my post like college life where we have mutually been in love um matter of fact my first relationship outside of college um i dated someone and i told them i love them over voicemail because we spent new year's eve apart they went out of town to spend time with like they were gone with family and when it counted down i said i love them um, and then they went ghost on me and broke up with me in an email and said such a disparity in emotions made them feel uncomfortable and they couldn't continue to see me. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. It makes me sad. Um, I, my experiences have, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I feel like it's been so long since I've even been with anybody or in a relationship or anything serious. But um, I, my last relationship, it was really interesting because it was on, uh, it was a little after a year um, that he said it to me. And I'm pretty sure I had said it first. Um, and it was just kind of like, I don't remember what happened there but i know i felt it and i know he didn't say it back or didn't say it and i know that i felt weird about it um but i felt weird about it because he would say stuff like we would have friends like mutual friends and he'd be like man i just love that person or i just love them or whatever so it wasn't that he couldn't say i love you it's that he chose not to right and so that kind of made me feel weird but when, the day he said it was we moved to L.A. together and it was the day after we moved and we were out looking for apartments. And, um, you know, it was our first the first stop he pulled over. We got out the car and he came around on my side of the car and he was just telling me um, that he was really excited to be taking the journey out here to L.A. with me and that he loved me and. You know, all of that stuff. And I thought that was really nice. Um, so there was that. But there was a, a difference. I can't say that he didn't. I don't know when he felt it. Right. But I, I know it took him long, a while longer to say it than I did. Um, and that made for a really interesting, like a weird feeling. Um, and then uh, future baby daddy bae. Um, <laughs> we, um, he, when we first met, he said it very quickly. Um, and, um, we kind of like, we fell like very quick and very hard for each other. And I think 
on some level it kind of scared both of us and him more so than me and that's kind of why things turned out the way they did but recently um when we were having this conversation about um our future children because uh, <laughs> apparently they're going to be multiple and we were oh. coming up we were coming up with names for them uh for the first one and <laughs> um i was like well if it's a boy why because i was like I, for a girl well i don't even i don't want to say what the names are going to be but yeah, i was like to say it. tell us the names yeah um i was like you know i always thought this would be a cool name and then for a girl i would like this name i think it's really pretty um and uh you know he agreed with that which is really sweet and then um i was like but if it's a boy why don't we just name it after you like i like your name so and then he was just like oh i love you so much and whatever and i was just like and he was like, I'm sorry, was that too much or whatever? And I was just like, Wait, it this wasn't. Was, this was recent? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. But I don't know if he, I mean, it was on text. So I don't know yeah. if he was. Yeah, you don't know the context. I don't know if he was just joking or if he was serious or if he was, you know, how sometimes people will say stuff jokingly, but they are serious. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was just trying to see where I was with things or what. Um, but, um, and so, and I didn't say it back. So I don't know if that, whatever. But I did say um, in that conversation, I was like, you know, if either way, the having kids together wouldn't be a bad situation either way, regardless of how things work out, because we both care dearly about each other. And so you know, the child would be loved, well-loved, because we both care so much about each other, so. Um, so I don't know. So I really feel like the, so I don't like to necessarily think about power dynamics and relationships, but I have been burned so many times by saying I love you. Um, and I, I never wanna say it first again. Um, because every experience that I've ever had with saying it first um, has been negative. Um, even with Educated Bay, back in like last year, at the end of last year, and I wrote him something and said that I was falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we sort of had a conversation about how he isn't ready for a relationship, blah, blah, blah. But then like, here we are. We, almost been dating for a year um so it'll be a year in september uh i mean if we make it that far um, whatever <laughs> um but there's several times that we're together that i just want to be like it's like i can't it's like i can't help it something will happen or he's just been doing a really good job of taking care of me especially while I was really stressed like all of June um, and while there's things that like really irritate me and um, sometimes he can upset me, it's very way more highs than lows and mm-hmm. um, I like the way that he cares for me and I do feel safe with him. But do I really feel safe with him because I won't say the words but also so you he- feel emotionally safe. Yeah, I don't know if I feel emotionally safe. 
And um, I guess that's a good point, Sequoia, being emotionally safe in a relationship. Yeah. Um, we claim to be vulnerable. I'm saying that I'm completely vulnerable, but um, I also said I believe in radical honesty, but I necessarily am not being honest because I'm withholding information. But I'm also really wanting to take a lot of baby steps with him because of his past. And I found out <laughs> that while I was in the restroom uh, <laughs> this weekend, uh, that my girl that was in town from um, Italy said, what's up with uh, <laughs> what's up with you and Brooke? Are you going to make, a, not make an honest woman out of her, like, you going to marry her? What you going to do? Like, tell me what your intentions. And then he said, she said that he responded um, and said, hey, that's really triggering when someone approaches me in that way. When, you know, my partner, like when the person I'm with leaves the, um, leaves to go to the restroom because that happened to him before with his ex, her, his, her sister did that to him. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm just really trying to tread lightly with that. Um, but I do think the person that says it first sort of loses power because you're at the other person's mercy to see if it's reciprocal and you can feel, I don't know what that feeling is. It's like you feel powerless. Maybe you don't feel appreciated. Um, Maybe you feel like your relationship is one-sided. Maybe you feel like your relationship may not last because the other person hasn't expressed how they feel about you emotionally. Um, there's, you know, there's all these, there's all these things. Um, and I wonder what it feels like because I cannot remember uh, what it feels like to say I love you and then immediately have that immediate you know gratification of gratification having it back yeah of having it back and like that joyous happy moment of knowing that like y'all are like in love and then yeah. how that changes the dynamic of the relationship for the better i think um well i mean yeah. i don't know because i again haven't really experienced that last time that happened to me i was like 18 19 you know yeah. I um it is a I, I, I miss that feeling though. Um I, I miss that feeling. I miss that feeling of being in love with somebody and being like so taken by that person, just so happy that they're there. Um happy to be doing this walk called life with that person. Um I miss that. One thing I will say about the idea of love too. And it kind of, um, it's an interesting concept and it's something that I, I read a couple years ago, but I also ran across it in a video. Um, and maybe I'll share the video on the um, on our social channels. Um, so I ran across it in this idea too. Um, and then just kind of been chewing on it a little bit over the last few days. But what she was saying is that we as people really need to stop focusing on the idea of wanting to have a love story and we need to focus on wanting to have a life story and 
how they're different. The love story is, you know, when you have that moment where you say you love each other and you're all googly eyed and whatever, but that life story is when, you know, one of you is in the hospital and the other person is staying there with you all night and making sure you're okay. Or when, you know, one of you is down on your luck and the other one is, you know, picking up the slack or, you know, all of those things that happen in life that we're there for each other for. And that was really interesting. And it reminded me of this word that I learned about a few years ago called limerence. Mm. Have you ever heard that word? No, I don't think I have. So limerence is essentially that feeling that like, you know, that like that giddy feeling or that really like, it's the feeling that we say when we say, oh, I'm in love with this person, that giddy feeling, that really excited feeling that, you know, getting butterflies when you talk about the person or like being excited when you see the, it's all of that. Like the stuff that's not, necessarily i can't say it's not real because it is real for you in that moment but it's the reason though that we say that we fall out of love with a person right or that we feel weird when things kind of settle because you know how things kind of settle in and it doesn't feel like it did at the beginning of the relationship and then you get nervous and you get scared and you're like oh my gosh we're falling out of love and what do i need to do to fix it and this and the other but it's not necessarily that you're falling out of love it's that the limerence is wearing off and limerence only has a short shelf life anyway. I think they said it's anywhere from like three months to six, anywhere from six months to three years. So it, it depends on the couple, right? And so I think the idea of that feeling all giddy and all of that stuff, I think that's what we want, right? Um, and that's why we say, oh, you know, I want to say I'm in love. I want to feel, you want to feel that limerence. It's not even the feeling of love that you want. But the the love is the actual decisions that y'all make every day to choose each other. And the decisions that you make when one of y'all are going through something or whatever to, to be there and support each other. And, you know, when y'all are happy to celebrate each other and all of that stuff. Yeah, I'm in... I mean, we're, uh, Educated Bay and I are definitely, like, I feel like we're there on the, like, when, you know, one of us is down, when, you know, one of us is sick, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but I also really enjoyed, um, words of affirmation and I like reassurance. Um, so... I'm just excited for that day to come. It, there is a yeah. lot of the, I really appreciate you. Um, you know, like every other way to say that you really, um, you know, care about a person um, without saying I love you. Um, and I'm trying not to push it, but I just, I, I guess what I want to know, and I, I actually really genuinely want to hear from you guys that are out there listening is like, when do you decide? How do you decide? Um, when do you feel like it's appropriate to reciprocate? Do you wait for someone else to say it first? Do you not mind saying it first? Um, I'm just really curious about um, your relationship with I Love You. So please let us yeah. know. Hit us up on at Love Locks and Vibes on social media and you can email us at lovelocksvibes at gmail.com and as always that information will also be in the show notes yeah that was a fun conversation yeah i mean it's scary but also fun so um 
do you want to talk about what you're going to do for self-care? Because it sounds like you need some self-care homework. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the job that I have is through um, a staffing agency. I called them today. They didn't answer. I'm going to call again tomorrow um, and just tell them what's going on and that I'm just really completely overwhelmed and I just need a break. Um, I don't know that this is quitting at this particular point, but I, I do need some time off from everything. Um, and uh, I was looking at my finances and even if I did have to quit that job, I would be fine. The thing that I still don't understand is like my lease is up and at the end of September. And so I don't know what my new set of bills is going to look like. Right. But I guess I do have some control over that. Right. Because if my income is different, I could say, oh, I'm just going to go stay somewhere cheaper. Um, so there's that. But um, that's the first thing. I just need a break from everything um, with the stuff from my business. Luckily, my team is really great. And so I'm going to rely on them a little bit more um, to do some stuff so even that I can take some time away from so I could just have some time to not do anything because I just feel like I'm completely and absolutely overwhelmed by just everything. Yeah. Um, and I was feeling, I, I want to say guilty about it, but I think sometimes we feel like we have to be superwoman. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I was thinking and I was like, you know, everything has been great. Like 2017, you know, my long-term relationship broke up. That was devastating. You know, changed so many things with life. 2018, had this super stressful job dealing with that situation. Then my mom developed breast cancer dealing with that, then moved out there. So not only am I dealing with my mom and breast cancer, I'm dealing with a transition to a new place and trying to get acclimated there. Not stressful um, in a way that I didn't anticipate. Um, and then just everything that, you know, that entailed. And then one, you know, she still has ongoing health issues. So that never settled down. Thank God the cancer is gone. So she's cancer free, but that never settled down. She has other things now that we're yeah. dealing with. Um, the decision to move back to LA was a really hard one, um, for me. That was very stressful and challenging. And then when I got it, because I didn't want to leave my mom. But I also had to get back to my life at some point because um, Maryland ain't it for me. Um, <laughs> and then when I got here, it was all super zen for, you know, a couple months. And then, you know, the clients are crazy. And my dad decided, you know, he couldn't just go to an amusement park like normal people. He wanted to have a whole heart attack. You know, while he was out here and then, you know, other stuff with other. So it's like I, I've just I've not had a moment to just be in the last few years. Like it's always been something. And so I really just need some. I'm really, really, really overwhelmed. All of that's compounded on each other. And I just need time to just sit and think and be able to do the things that I enjoy, like, you know, writing and creating and, you know, really getting back into acting in the ways that I can right now. Um, 
And that's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, and, and I can right now. So. Okay. So to be clear, your plan is to let the staff and agency know that you might need to take a little break. You're going to delegate more things to your team. And you're going to pray. And you're going to write. I didn't say pray, but that's a good one. I'm going to eat, pray, and love. Yes. Oh, I thought you said pray <laughs> at the end. I thought you said pray at the end. No, I didn't. But that's a good one that I should definitely do. Um, that I will be doing anyway. I also, it's interesting. I got a, um, I told you about my friend who does readings. I got a reading back today. So I'm still trying to figure all of that, like work through that stuff. Um, but with said, it was all really good stuff. Um, but just trying to figure it out and see how it fits into everything else that I'm trying to figure out. So, Got it. Okay. Well, that's a good plan. Um, I heard Prince over there. He all right? <laughs> Coffin. Um, so he got in so much trouble with my dad. It was so funny. Oh Lord. <laughs> it was hilarious. He just he peed on the floor and my dad was just like, You need he no, he went outside and he was barking because we I let him outside to use the bathroom. And so, because he had peed on the floor earlier, my dad was like, uh-huh, you out there barking. You need to bark like that when you need to let us know you got to use the bathroom. <laughs> and, what I, and it was so funny because it sounded like, you know, a grandparent yelling yeah. at their grandchild. <laughs> it was the most funny, hilarious thing ever. <laughs> um, so, what I'm doing for self-care is that I um, talk to my psychiatrist, um, because I think I mentioned um, on the pod, and I definitely told you Sequoia all the issues I'm having with focus and memory um, and all that stuff. And they recommended um, a book for me to read. So I've been reading that book. I think it's called um, The Disorganized Mind. Um, I don't know, but he gave me five different books to read about ADHD. Um, he isn't sure if I have it, I'm pretty sure that I have ADHD because I've like known that I've had ADHD before, um, uh, before even seeing a therapist or psychiatrist or anything, because it's sort of been a, a, a thing that, um, has been said about me my entire life. Um, so I am reading the book, but also I bought a brand new planner. It's actually a planner that starts from July to July. It's a mid-year planner and it's called the Legend Planner. And I really like mm -hmm. it because it has pages for you to write your yearly goals, um, plans, three month, um, three month and uh, three month intervals. Um, and also to um, track like your weekly habits. Um, so my plan is to continue to keep that up. I also bought a handwritten um, budget planner because um, I am spending a lot of money on eating food and stuff like that and I want to get my spending under control and I think instead of having it in a digital format having it on paper will make it a lot more real um, so I have that I'll show you that because it's right here it's so cute okay it has all my little expenses you can put like 
as a spot mm-hmm. for like your checklist, your month's financial goals, the income you plan to make, how much you plan to put in your savings. It has I feel little, like I need to get one of those. Has little stickers. Aww, um, I love stickers. And it gives you like an analysis, analysis, um, so that you can put um, a percentage and make your own little graph. So yeah, so I plan on um, really util- utilizing that um, and sort of making uh, dedicating a day to budgeting and then dedicating a day to um planning actually i'm taking my planner with me all the time and then for budgeting i might try to make that daily but i want to start small and try to um budget weekly first um and then i ran for the first time yesterday since i recovered from covid or i ran today um it was for my first time since i recovered from covid i did two miles and it wasn't difficult at all i thought that maybe i was going to struggle but it wasn't difficult at all um and yeah i just did it i did it in the morning i still do a pretty decent mile for someone who hasn't worked out in however many months that is um so i'm really proud of myself and i definitely want to keep that up um and i'm reading that book um i've dedicated to reading 20 pages a day so then i'll be finished reading it by next week um and that is what i'm doing for self-care oh another thing i have to add because you reminded me i reached out to a trainer um as well so in addition to you know not doing other stuff like i want to get a trainer and like work out and be in a gym and like you know get it get right and get tight so get it right get it tight get it tight i don't remember all the words i think it says get it right get it okay karaoke champ (laughs) sorry sorry guys i don't see the words but But bubba Bubba sparks college park booty 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 rocking everywhere yeah so (laughs) we're gonna move on so what's your vibe for the week um my vibe for the week is um um gosh sequoia this is my week where i don't know what my vibe of the week is um i want to say that my vibe of the week is fitness vibes i want to get my fitness back under control i've also just been having a gang of stomach issues um so i think i i really need to try to be eating at home and stuff and and just running and doing things to keep me moving because that always helps with digestion and all that good stuff too gotcha what's your vibe of the week i don't know how to put it in words i'll say the vibe that comes to me or the, the thing that comes to me is like the number zero all right and the idea of just nothingness the idea of you know being in solitude the idea of shutting the things that i need to do down and in as much as i can so just kind of shutting everything down not um being on the phone or social because i was even thinking about taking a break from social media um and like just disconnecting my stuff for a little bit 
Um, you know, I, I know every. I love to do that. I'm not on there right now. Well, I'll, yeah, what everybody I do is I, like log on to my computer, and I just won't have it on my phone. Yeah, and maybe I do that, but like everybody in my life would freak out like if I just got off of social media and like shut my pages down and stuff like that. And oh, you're talking it. about sudden. I'm just, I just take it off my phone. I don't yeah. like delete it, but. Yeah, I was thinking of just disabling stuff for a little bit, um, but I feel like it would be more work trying to explain to people why I did that and having to explain my, my reasons, and I don't really want to explain anything to anybody. Just be like, um, listen to my podcast. <laughs> You'll know everything you need to know. Right. So, um, but yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I zero, I guess. Just zeroing out all of the things that I don't need that aren't absolutely essential um and just starting over so i shared this post of um this song the called phoenix that these people created and there's a line that said i had to burn everything that i was to come back like a phoenix and it's kind of like that like i feel like i'm zeroing everything out in as much as i can and just resetting control alt delete control alt delete that sounds great. So Phoenix vibes, I think that I think that works. No, no, yeah. I can, I can't say zero vibes. I mean, sure. Drop okay. that zero and get you a hero. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Well, that is it, people. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Did anybody write us? No, no, no one wrote us. But we told y'all. We told y'all how much we like letters. And y'all still, are you sure? I'm sure. We have disobedient listeners. That's really sad. Yeah. When I said zero, I didn't mean zero letters. (laughs) (laughs) Sequoia, do you want to tell people how they can write us in the future? Yes. So, people... You can write us at lovelocksvibes at gmail.com. We do check the box and we do want letters from you so we can feel connected and, you know, all that good stuff. We want to know how y'all are doing. We want to hear, you know, y'all's answers to the questions and we just want to see, you know, what do y'all think about the stuff that we're talking about? So please send us some mail. Please check us out on social, all that good stuff. And, you know, we, we really do genuinely look forward to hearing from y'all. Yes, and if writing an email is too daunting, you can always hit us up on the social medias at Vibes on everything. That's it. That's the episode, people. That's the episode. Y'all have a fantastic rest of your day. Peace in the Middle East. Peace.